Welcome to the Stairway to Heaven. We're coming to you bringing insights into the ever-changing high-frequency currents now bathing the planet and their effect on us all, the source of vital information for the evolving human being. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. The Power of the Integrated Brain The Stairway to Heaven episodes are designed to assist the process of navigating increasing ambient frequency while using it to evolve spiritually. No discussion about frequency, spiritual evolution, and the unified field is complete without examining the role played by the human brain. It's a point of curiosity how little of the brain we use. How the brain functions during lower frequency times is an entirely different kettle of fish than how it can perform at higher frequency. Think of it this way. If you have a brand new computer, Windows 11, with Core i9 and 9th generation, but your internet connection is the old dial-up form, the speed and efficiency of the computer will be limited by the connection speed. If we apply this to the brain at lower connection speeds, aka decreased ambient frequency, the brain can only function at a reduced capacity, rendering the rest of its potential inactive. We've been functioning at decreased ambient frequency for generations, resulting in much of our brain's potential becoming dormant and this dormancy being passed down generationally. To better understand this, we need to look at epigenetics and neuroplasticity. Epigenetics is a study of how your behaviors and the environment can cause changes that affect the way your genes work. Unlike genetic changes, epigenetic changes are reversible and do not change your DNA sequence, but they can change how your body reads a DNA sequence. According to epigenetics, though much of the brain's function has been shut down due to lack of use and this shutdown passed down through the lineage, the original DNA is still present and can be turned back on, so to speak. Neuroplasticity is defined as the capacity of the neurons and neural networks in the brain to change their connections and behavior in response to new information, sensory stimulation, development, damage, or dysfunction. If we consider neuroplasticity, it becomes clear that should we start to use the heretofore dormant portions of our brain, it's possible to develop new connections and capabilities. We need not remain limited to the new neural pathways set up by our ancestors and the ones we developed ourselves this lifetime. During lower ambient frequency, much of the brain became inactive, creating compartments or empty rooms, if you will, between active portions of the brain. Nature hates a vacuum. Many of these sections have thus been used as storage compartments for our denials and unpleasant memories. We happily skip from one active portion of our brain to the next, never the wiser of what exists in between. As discussed in prior Stairway to Heaven episodes, the higher frequency light begins to shine in hidden corners, bringing hazmat intel to light. While this may be uncomfortable in the extreme, it also poses an amazing opportunity to evolve as human beings. To reclaim our brain's capacity, we must access, face, process, and clear out the material stored in the unused compartments. This must be done before we can bring them back online. 
To do so, we may employ introspection, coupled with assistance from one or more of the many forms available to us, such as psychotherapy, counseling, meditation, Reiki, emotional freedom techniques, rebirthing, breathwork, and shamanism, to name just a few. The first step in accessing and clearing unused compartments in our brain is to set the intent to do so. Never underestimate the power of intention. It can and will initiate change. Clear, conscious intention coupled with the bottom line, given I don't want to be overwhelmed in the process, will set the stage for opening the doors to the compartments in question. It's helpful if you also hold in mind what you would like to address first, be it a perceived limitation, reoccurring negative pattern, or a long-sought goal. Remember, you're free to choose where you focus your power and are much more effective if you do so consciously. Next, engage in some brutal honest introspection. So often, anytime we start to encounter old stored emotions and memories, we'll immediately go into avoidance, slam the compartment door shut, and go on about our business rather than face the unpleasantness. The old hazmat material was usually stored when we were young with fewer resources than we now have. At the same time, the emotions stored with the memories are that of an overwhelmed, traumatized child and not the way we'll experience the memory now as an adult. When hit with overwhelming emotion, rather than slamming the door, pretend you're talking to the child you were. Tell it you understand it was scary, but you're not a helpless child anymore. Give the child a mental picture of who you are now and the resources you have at hand that it did not have. Show it you can take care of yourself, then ask it to show you what it's afraid of. Often you'll see things in your imagination in response to your question or start to have memories. Sometimes a child will speak to you in your mind's ear. Journal everything you experience. Once you have all the material written down, ask the child what gift it has. It'll say, so, say or indicate something like, my right to not be hit and abused. Ask it if it would like to leave that compartment and come live with you now. They usually are very willing to do so. In your imagination, envision the child melting into your heart. In the lack of the right not to be hit and abused, a person is hit and abused repeatedly throughout their lifetimes. Once these children are reclaimed and integrated, you may find repeating patterns of abuse resolving, as you now have the gift to avoid drawing them in. In effect, you've regained your natural right to repel abuse. This, this self-healing process is for smaller issues. If at any time in the process you feel overwhelmed, stop and seek help from a professional. There's a shamanic spiritual healing form known as soul retrieval that can be very useful in bringing back these isolated and compartmentalized children complete with their gifts. If the issues are especially traumatic, it's best to couple shamanic healing with counseling or psychotherapy. As always, seek out well-trained, reputable practitioners. Another thing residing in the spaces between our conscious awareness are the negative stories we tell ourselves, whether about ourselves, internalization, or about others, projection. These stories run in an old neurological pathways and set the tone for our lives. We are powerful co-creators, 
What we think or imagine sets up the matrix at the quantum level for our reality to form around. If we have negative thoughts bouncing around in our neural pathways, we're bound to create them. If instead we clear the negative messaging and replace it with positive thoughts of what we want to manifest, epigenetics and neuroplasticity go to work. They're fully capable of turning on new capabilities and developing new neural pathways to replace those old ruts. If we're vigilant about erasing negative messages when they come up and replacing them with positive thoughts, new neural pathways are soon built and our entire reality can change for the better very quickly. To do this, one must pay attention to what's going on in one's mind and write down every negative message that comes up. I'm ugly. I'm sick. I don't have enough money. No one loves me. I'm bound to fail, and so on. Then, match each negative message with an equal but opposite positive one. I'm attractive. I'm healthy. I have all I need. I'm loved. I'm bound to succeed. Every time you have a negative thought, immediately say, That's not true. I'm healthy. Or whichever counterstatement applies. Repeat it three times out loud, if you can do so without having people doubt your sanity. Otherwise, say it silently. The main point is to counteract the negative thought instantly and reinforce the positive one through repetition. We also store and run unconscious defense mechanisms from the dark, unvisited compartments. As an example, if a child had to manipulate to get their needs met, as an adult, when they need something, they'll automatically go into manipulation mode rather than just asking outright for what they need. This is a long way around the block, ineffective, and energy expensive. In addition, it'll not make them popular with others. At the same time, until they access and clear the compartment, they'll be unconscious and in denial of the very behavior that's alienating them. As we process and clear the compartments, we need no longer avoid them. Instead of our thoughts having to zigzag and reroute around areas of hazmat, we can take a direct route from A to B. Additionally, we have access to many more of our resources, both due to the space cleared up and the gifts reclaimed from our unconscious. As with all things, each compartment expresses according to frequency. If they're jam-packed with unprocessed hazmat, their frequency is distorted. Once cleared, they can express truly and our overall frequency is more authentic. When operating from authenticity, we resonate with the beneficial things and people in our lives and repel those that are not. Currently, due to the compartmentalization, most of us are either in one part of the brain or the other. When we feel safe, we can be in the front brain, where reason, intellect, spirituality, and love can be accessed. When threatened, we're in the back brain, where fight and flight are our only resources. If we're using logic, we tend to be in the left hemisphere of the brain, and when using creativity and imagination, we're in the right. As we become more integrated, we can reside in the whole brain and have access to all of our resources at once. This makes us imminently more functional and resourceful, no matter what's going on in our outside world. Another major benefit of decompartmentalization is, as we become more whole, we're better able to access and merge with the unified field. 
The unified field contains all that is, ever was, or will be, including the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records are a library, if you will, of all events, thoughts, words, emotions, and intent ever to have occurred. Even the frequency of animals now extinct can be found there. The difference between having access to only our personal data versus the Akashic Records and the unified field is much like the difference of relying on only what's stored in your computer's local memory rather than having access to the web. To access the unified field, we must be able to resonate with it. To the degree that our frequency is compromised by cluttered, polluted compartments, we're unable to match the frequency and establish resonance. The more processed we become, the greater our frequency bandwidth capacity and the more access we are granted to the unified field through resonating with it. When in communion with the unified field, our resources expand exponentially. The design and function of the brain has been greatly misunderstood. We use it as a storage place for educational data, cramming more and more into it every chance we get in hopes of acquiring wisdom. Ironically, this approach just clutters it up with dubious facts and prevents it from performing its real function, that of resonating with and downloading from the unified field. The brain was never designed to hold all the information that exists any more than your computer's memory was designed to do so, but rather to access it as needed. Once we reclaim our brain and access the unified field, there'll be no limit to what we can create. The world's seemingly unsolvable problems will become child's play to resolve as we evolve into the amazing beings we were designed to be. Thank you for joining me, Gwilda Wiecka, on the Stairway to Heaven, where we provide updates on the energetic currents facilitating our evolution to conscious, powerful co-creators. As I'm sure you've noticed, not only do the Stairway to Heaven episodes stand alone, but they weave together to form a map to evolution and personal empowerment as we enter the new era. To revisit this or any other past episodes, visit our archives at www.stairwaytoheavenmedia.com. If you'd like to find out more about me, my school, and the evolutionary tools we offer, visit www.findyourpathhome.com. Until next time, may you be blessed on your sacred path to wholeness. We are here. The time is now.